You're listening to the Generous June podcast. Daily reflections exploring generosity in the Bible throughout the month of June. Today's reflection is from Sue Hammersley. For more information, visit generousjune.co.uk. I was considering the kind of generosity which is seen in Luke chapter 22, I was drawn to reflect on the importance of embodied theology. Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it and gave it to the disciples. These are bodily acts and they remind us to take bread, to look after ourselves to give thanks, to turn our hearts towards the love of God. He broke the bread, which helps us to recognise the cost of generosity. And he gave the bread, which reminds us to be generous. I reflected on the generosity of Peter and John in this passage, responding to Jesus's instructions to prepare the Passover meal and also the owner of the house whose hospitality made it possible for them to share this sacred space. But I also noted the betrayal of Jesus by Judas, the prediction of Peter's denial and the inability of the disciples to stay awake. Throughout both parts of this narrative, Jesus remains fully present. He serves his friends, entreating them to recognise the urgency of the kingdom, and he reminds them that God is with them, even in their grief and failure. It made me reflect on the generosity of Jesus' presence in all situations, at all times, how it has the power to penetrate the most difficult situations we will ever face. For me, this is the power of the cross. Not that it overcomes suffering, because many people suffer a great deal but that even in our suffering, Christ is present. Christ would not compromise when it came to loving humanity. Through the kindness and hospitality of others and through their betrayal, denial and abandonment, Jesus shows that love cannot be overcome. This is love that Christ is with us no matter what we are facing, no matter how well we think we are managing. This kind of gift cannot be held on to. It is not a possession, but a life-giving, self-giving gift. Jesus' suffering, death and life beyond death show us in a very physical way that love is stronger than all that threatens to overwhelm it. Jesus' teaching to be generous 
isn't necessarily the kind of generosity we might imagine. It isn't just about how much we give of what we own, but how much of who we are we are willing to share. This is challenging in a great many ways, and it's important to recognise that there must be limits to everyone's giving. After all, we have different gifts and different life experiences. In order to be generous to others, first we need to allow God to be generous to us. We come to the table just as we are, rejoicing or anxious, well-fed or hungry, confident or feeling utterly inadequate. As we eat, we remember, as if for the first time, that Jesus is with us, truly with us, always with us. There is nothing in this life that we have to face alone. When our hearts are open to receive, then we really do have something worth sharing. Our lives are God's gift to the world, lives of service, relationships of genuine love, acts of hospitality and the simplicity of being fully present with those around us. Yes, even when we are physically separated. Even when we feel as though we are falling short, we remember that Christ gave himself for us, a gift that grows within us if we let it and becomes our gift to the world again and again and again. Jesus said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Thanks for listening to today's Generous June podcast. Listen again tomorrow for another reflection and visit generousjune.co.uk for more information and find out how you can get involved with Generous June.